think I told you that I won't, won't be able to. So, but I'm wondering if there's a rule that says we're not even allowed. Yeah. The Brown Act. They don't want to well, accept it, then they have to have their comments being Choosing added into the record. Yeah, for HBC. I was just making sure to see if I got anything that she wasn't. Cause was oh, here she is. So now we're going back to HPC chair. I'm Elizabeth, vice chair currently. But Daniel. 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 Susan. Susan. Noah. And Noah. I'm Elizabeth. I've not been on that long. Just FYI. <laughs> Am I it today? Oh no. I butchered it last month. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> Protocols. Okay. We're on this together. Yes. Yes. Right. So we will right. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm actually glad I ended up walking downtown. But I mean, I'm just just. Thank you for waiting. <laughs> and then here's the staff report. It's a zoo down here. Ooh. Oh, because of the X Games? I know, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I think that was anticipated. It was going to be something like, well, the Strawberry Festival that, was well attended. I knew it intellectually. 
I yeah. didn't realize the impact of it. Once yeah. You get out there, You're like, <laughs> there's people everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. Glasses. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. Good to know. Well, I usually come up with it. Make a left. I don't have my cheat sheet for how the meeting goes, by the way. Um, I apologize. Chris, I didn't know. I didn't realize I was it. It says here to be elected to either position of chair or vice chair, the nominee must receive a majority of the votes of members present and voting. So it doesn't say. That's warm. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm blocked. Yeah, I mean, the question is can you nominate someone who's not there, though? Oh. So I'm going to call Miles. How does this work? Yeah, how does this work? I mean, you Okay, cool. <laughs> the question is. Oh, I doubt that. Yeah. Here's a Who is our fifth? Casey. Casey's not here. Oh, yeah. Though. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so Casey's still on. For now. Okay. I don't know if she will be on for Okay. She just told us today that she won't be here for so Okay. So I haven't been on that long. Um, I've been to three meetings. This is the first. And, yeah, exactly. I've missed the ones that we were here for. Yeah. And they, they change, and I never know. Yes. I guess because. Um, My third meeting is three different people. Somebody else uh, went off last, the last meeting in June. Because it was me, Casey, and. And he went off because he was filling in for somebody, Tori, who. Which you probably met, Tori. Okay. Yes. Uh, so the, the thinking is that you can nominate somebody who isn't present, but we're going to make the nomination con or the ex the grant, I guess, conditional on them accepting it when they're here. Got it. So okay. yeah. So and Casey, then the vice chair will be to run the meeting. It would be Casey. So Casey's not here. So if you if, if she Casey, okay. Then we would talk about that scary. Exactly. Uh, speaking of which, this is my last one of these meetings for a while. <laughs> Uh, Everybody's disappearing. Wow. The, the city attorney's office is rotating who's responsible for what. So that at the next meeting and for the next nine months, it'll be uh, my colleague Monica Delaboya, who's at this meeting. Okay. Monica's great. That's news to you. I'm having a hip replacement. Ooh. Oh, yowza. On August 8th. Wow. So uh, the first week, they say, is just miserable. So, I so that would be one week after, and I can't see. Oh, no. But it just makes you curious. The next meeting, if there's a nomination, yeah. and then they're like, we want to nominate Daniel. Right, yeah. This, is, this could go on for a while, so try not to do that, I guess. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> this ought to be interesting. <laughs> We're in it together. We're, we're in it together. So I can call the meeting to order now, since it's six yes, something, yes. six something. Yes. Um, sorry, I've got to flip back since I've oh, only yes. run one of these before. Okay. I don't remember what I'm supposed to say. I would like to call the meeting to order for the Historic Preservation Committee meeting for July 20th, 2023.
And can you do the roll call, please? Okay. I was just trying to get my list better. <laughs> okay, Member Stratton. Here. Member Thomas. Here. Member Daniel. Here. Wait, Member Euler. Euler. Uhar. Member Uhar. 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 Member Uhar. And Vice Chair Soriano. Here. We have a quorum. Um. We need to approve the minutes from the prior meeting for the June 15th, 2023 meeting. And I, can I move it? Or does somebody else have to move to approve it? Okay. So if someone else would like to um, make a motion to approve those minutes from last month. I make a motion that we approve the min minutes from the last meeting of June. And can I get a second? I second the motion. And now we get a vote, correct? Yes. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> Member Stratton? Yes. Member Thomas? Yes. Member Ular? Yes. Vice Chair Soriano? Yes. Motion carries. So now we move to the election of the chair and vice chair. Do I have any nominations? Which one do I do first? Chair first. Chair first. Do I have any nominations for chair? I nominate Elizabeth Soriano for chair. Just Thank for the you. record, since Ms. Soriano is not present today, uh, if she is, oh, sorry, sorry you were going to meet I her for chair. Soriano. Never mind. Present. It's Casey that's not present, okay. but that's okay. No, I totally understand. Do we have a second? Oh. Oh, you don't need a second. So we can go straight to a vote. Do we do vice chair, do vice chair as well? In the same. Okay. Do we do, do we vice any, chair separately? Do we have any other nominations for chair? I'll take that as a no. I would love to, but I'm not going to do that to you, to you all. <laughs> okay, well, let's take a vote. Member Stratton? Yes, aye. Member Thomas? Uh, yes. Member Ular? Yes. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> for what it's worth. <laughs> Um, now, um, I'd like to take nominations for vice chair. Do we have any nominations? I nominate Stratton. Do we have any other nominations? Okay, do you accept? I accept. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Member Thomas? Yes. Sorry. Vice Chair, or Chair Soriano? Yes. And Member Yule? Lur? Yes. You are. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. You're the new Vice Chair. Thank you. 
Oh, sorry, I forget it's me. Um, so the second, I guess it's the third. It says there's a staff report underneath the election of the vice chair and chair. There's no, I think it's maybe a, a Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so item three is the um, Project 220158 Prospect Apartment ADU Design Review located at 338 West Prospect Street. And I think we have a staff report, yes? Good evening, everyone. My name is Tyler Walter. I'm an associate planner with the city of Ventura. As previously mentioned, this is agenda item three, the prospect department's ADU. Next slide, please. The subject property is located at 338 West Prospect Street on a 0.21 acre multifamily lot in the R3 zoning district. Specifically, the building of interest is a garage in the rear property as shown on the map above. Next slide, please. Above is a visual of the existing site. The site contains two multifamily dwellings, 338 and 330 West Prospect Streets, as shown above. The garage is an accessory structure to this use as presently unused. The garage would be demolished and converted into an accessory dwelling unit on the second floor and would be storage base on the first floor. As it would be converted into an accessory dwelling unit, the off-street covered parking does not need to be replaced. Next slide, please. Pro's project, as previously mentioned, is to demolish the existing garage in the southeast corner of the subject property and replace it with a new two-story accessory structure. The new structure would be 2,044 square feet in area, and the first floor would consist of storage bays, and the second story would consist of two accessory dwelling units. The applicant is also seeking a two-foot height variance to allow for the accessory structure to be 18 feet tall instead of the permitted maximum of 16 feet. Next slide, please. Above are the proposed north and south elevations for the accessory structure. The building would consist of white stucco siding, precast concrete landings, downspouts, balconies, a flat roof, and staircases with metallic railings. The main dwelling would consist the main dwelling would match the accessory dwelling, with, which also consists of off-white stucco, flat roofs, and a covered porch with red clay tile roofing. Next slide, please. Above are the floor plans for the first and second floor. The first floor, as mentioned, would, be, would consist of nine storage bays, and the second floor would consist of two accessory dwelling units. Next slide, please. The subject property is situated within the Simpson Tract Historic District with the main dwelling recognized as a contributing structure within this designated area. Through a review through our consultants, the Historic Resources Group, a phase one and phase two historic review was undertaken from March till May of 2022. The review found that no further historic review was necessary as the garage was determined not to be historically significant. Additionally, the proposed height variance would meet the Simpson Track guidelines, which stipulate a limit of 24 feet for any structure within that district. Next slide, please. As such, staff recommends the Historic Preservation Committee recommends to approve this use to the Community Development Director. Thank you. Do any commissioners have questions of staff? Um, I have one question. The variance request, have other variances been considered within that area, and, or is this the first one coming before the committee? This is the first one I'm aware of in this district, but. 
This is the first ADU height variance that we've seen. Yeah, this is, is this the first ADU in that district as well? No, it's not. Actually, one came to HPC last month that you oh, that was okay. here. Right. Um, right, right. It didn't have a height variance, but it was an ADU within the Simpson track. And the ADUs are state, right? State. Correct. Approved. So since it's within a historic district, um, that's why it's brought before HPC, since our Simpson track guidelines um, request uh, review from the Historic Preservation Committee. Okay. Mm -hmm. Any other questions of staff? Do we have any public comments? We have no public comment. Okay. Do you want to ask the applicant if they have anything? Is the applicant present? Do you have anything to add? Come on up. Use the mic too. Yeah, it should be on. Yeah, please do. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Thanks, everyone. I'm Jason Herbert, architect. Um, I just wanted to mention this. I think it goes. It's worth mentioning. It's uh, this isn't really me complaining, but we had this designed at 22 feet as a by right development, and uh, we submitted it in May of 2022. Mm -hmm. Missed the revision of the ADU ordinance by a week. So then here we are, 14 months later, having to provide a variance to do 18 feet instead of 16 feet allowed in historic when we had 22 by right when we sub attempted to submit it originally. So, um, I'm sorry, can you explain by right? What just that without any variances, oh, uh, okay. just without, a, without any modifications or variances. Um, and then, then just quickly, why, why, we're, why we are proposing to do a two-story ADU is this existing storage is so valuable to the existing tenants. So we wanted to maintain that and have some uh, storage available for them, but be able to provide two new accessory dwelling units as well. So we shrunk it down as much as we possibly could and still meet code. So it's seven foot uh, head height in the garage bays and eight foot on the second level accessory dwelling units. Uh, stylistically, it matches. Um, most of my projects I have renderings for. This one we don't because we, we tried to go straight to plan check without getting too heavy, heavy into renderings, um, but it's gonna match the same aesthetic of the existing structures that are here on site. So the intention is that it, it feels as though it was one of the original uh, buildings and matches them. That's really all I had to add. I'd be happy to answer any questions if you have any. Does anyone have question, any questions of the applicant? I don't have any. I don't. No. Okay. Okay, I can't remember what step is next. <laughs> Sorry. Since there are no more questions, we can Thank go you. into deliberation. Right, so we can close the public meeting. Oh, cool. And I'll close public comment and we can deliberate over the, the building. I think since um, HRG did, did the uh, review, I think it's pretty much, as far as I can see, since they, they did due diligence by, by hiring HRG to, to review it and make recommendations and they don't see an issue with the ADUs. I'm, I, think, I think we can approve it, but I don't know if anyone else has any other cons concerns. I drove by there earlier yeah. today mm -hmm. and you have these. Can we talk into the mic, please? Thank Sorry. you. It's okay. <laughs> I drove by there earlier today and 
uh, trying to imagine the the second story, mm -hmm. and there's a huge tree in the front of um, the house that where the garage is behind the garage mm -hmm. that's going to be to be demolished, and the tree, in my opinion, would provide quite a bit of camouflaging, at least from the streetscape, uh, so that if you know what, even though it's an added element of two stories versus sort of all of the one stories that are in that area. And there are the roof lines for some of the additional buildings behind some of the other properties are not exactly the height of the property or the, the structure in front of it. Mm -hmm. the house. So there, there are varying heights and a little higher. And there are some, I don't, it's probably outside of the historic Simpson tract, but there are some higher two-story um, properties. So, I don't think that this would really um, have an, like an adverse effect to the historic tract. Mm -hmm. And I think the setback is, is helpful. I think it has to be set back, but anyone else? Yes. Um, well, it, the project complies with the Simpson Tract guidelines. Um, it is within the character of the uh, existing dwellings and um, so it is very compatible, and the height is not an issue. So I would think that uh, this project is in compliance with the standards as provided. And uh, I'd recommend, can I make a motion? Yeah, can we do that at this point? Yeah, continued deliberation. Are we good with no, deliberation? Okay, I think you can, yeah. I make a motion that the committee recommend that community development director approve the design review for this project, 22-0158. Uh, and I will second. Okay, Member Euler? Yes. Member Thomas? Yes. Vice Chair Stratton? Yes. Chair Soriano? Yes. Motion carries. Yeah, thank you. So our next item on the agenda is Project 220180-365 East Santa Clara Design Review located at 365 East Santa Clara Street. And I think we have a staff report. Thank you. Item number four on the agenda is for project 22-0180 located at 365 East Santa Clara Street. Next slide, please. The project site, shown in red, is located in downtown Ventura within the urban core of the downtown specific plan along Santa Clara Street in between Palm Street and Oak Street. Uses in the general vicinity include commercial uses such as a brewery, retail, office, and restaurants. There are varying one and two story developments surrounding the property. The project site is 7,195 square feet in size and there are two existing buildings on the site. The building located toward the west of the project site is a commercial retail space and the eastern building is a storage building. The project site sits adjacent to the site of landmark number 110, the Mission Hotel, shown in green. Next slide, please. 
The project is being brought forward today for design review as per the Downtown Specific Plan, or DTSP. All development on a lot contiguous to a historic resource requires review by the Historic Preservation Committee. When evaluating a project located within the DTSP and contiguous to a historic resource, staff utilizes both the historic guidelines of the DTSP and the Secretary of Interior Standards. The purpose of the guidelines is to facilitate the review of development proposals involving changes to a historic resource. The proposed project consists of two existing detached buildings situated on a lot adjacent to the Mission Hotel, the historic resource. Next slide, please. The Mission Hotel was designated a local landmark in 2017 and received a Millsack contract the same year. The hotel is associated with the oil and automobile land boom and the eclectic period style. The eclectic period style draws from various architectural styles, including Spanish, and the landmark building is an example of the Spanish colonial revival style. On March 22, on March 22, 2023, Planning Commission approved the rehabilitation of the Mission Hotel to create four commercial tenant spaces on the first floor and 20 apartments on the second floor. The approved rehabilitation to the Mission Hotel will bring the facade closer to its original appearance and will maintain the historic integrity of the landmark. Next slide, please. An outdoor patio will be created in the rear of the Mission Hotel, adjacent to the existing storage building on the project site shown in red. Neither of the two existing buildings on the project site, marked by the blue stars, are identified in previous historic resources surveys of downtown that were adopted by City Council. Next slide, please. The project is proposing an exterior remodel of the existing buildings, which consists of new cladding, storefront, and canopies. Proposed materials include stucco, wood, glass, and concrete. The color palette consists of whites and natural earth tones. Next slide, please. An interior tenant improvement is also being proposed to create five commercial tenant spaces that will include new accessible bathrooms. The project is also proposing to convert the existing interior parking spaces into an outdoor courtyard patio. Next slide, please. The DTSP encourages new projects to relate to the architectural characteristics of surrounding buildings for contextual compatibility through the historic resource design guidelines as well as the standards. The intent is not necessarily to replicate or emulate historic buildings, but to allow for a range of architectural expressions that complement the existing urban fabric. The project is designed with a simple style that does not detract from the neighboring historic landmark. The existing buildings are of small scale linear massing and the exterior remodel proposes to use contemporary materials relevant to development today. The project meets standards of the DTSP Historic Resource Design Guidelines. The existing proportion of the facade and character of the buildings is being maintained in the proposed project. The entrances are oriented towards the main street on which they front, and the existing setback Build 2 line of the Mission Hotel is honored. Landscaping for the proposed project provides continuity with the landscaping approved for the Mission Hotel. The horizontal rhythm of the Mission Hotel translates to the proposed project using similar fenestration patterns and design. Also, the mechanical equipment for the proposed project is architecturally integrated with the proposed remodel. Next slide, please. 
Overall, the infill development fits the context and would not detract from the significance of the adjacent landmark. Staff and the city's historic consultant reviewed the project and there is no discernible impact to the historic resource. The area does not have a defined architectural style and the project is designed minimally to allow the historic structure to remain the focus. Therefore, staff recommends the HBC recommend the Planning Commission approve the design review. Thank you. Thank you for the presentation. Um, do, any, do the commissioners have any questions of staff? I actually have one question. Um, I read HRG's memo and it said the applicant only submitted preliminary plans. Is that still the case? Yes. So, the, so beyond the preliminary plans, what else should we expect to see from the applicant as far as the project goes? These are the same plans that were submitted. Okay. All of the project plans and planning are conceptual in nature, meaning yeah. these are the plans preliminary to when you get to building plan track, so okay. they aren't the construction drawings. Okay. How much of the original um, historic uh, building perimeter is being impacted by the proposed project? The currently proposed project is on a separate parcel. Okay. Because it seemed like they're proposing a courtyard in between the historic project. Yes, uh, so if you take a look at the PowerPoint right there, so the project site is currently outlined in red, and then the Mission Hotel is located off to the right. At the rear of the Mission Hotel, there is landscaping, so that will act as a buffer, but that is on a separate parcel. Uh, when the pro if the project moves forward, how much subsurface uh, work is going to be done in that, in that area, like in terms of landscaping or uh, utilities that are going in? I will direct this question to the applicant. Okay. Do we have any more questions of staff? No. And then does the applicant have any Thing to add. Is the applicant here? Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Jason, Jason Herber, uh, architect for the, this one as well. Um, subsurface, yeah, we've, we've got um, a transformer going in in the bottom right corner, and that's, that's just for the necessary power upgrade for the whole section of that block, essentially, and that's the, really the only place we could locate it. So we're going to be shielding that with a wood, wood fence enclosure, and then we kind of carry some of that same articulation throughout the project. The upper left, you can kind of see where the people are walking. That's, that's the enclosure around the transformer. Uh, and then just, uh, we've also got a, a grease interceptor going in for the, the prospective restaurant use, unless uh, we don't get restaurant tenants, we get something else. Um, so yeah, there is some subsurface things happening here in the courtyard between the buildings. How about, also, oh, how about the pavement? Is that going to be removed or is it going, or? Yeah, so we, we've got a full, we've got uh, Bill Mellon landscape architect is involved with the whole courtyard. Um, so we've kind of got a terraced approach. We've got some accessible ramps and stairs. So right now it's kind of shaped like a bowl, that little parking area. And the buildings actually have two slightly different heights of their finished slab. 
So we're making up for that with the landscaping in between the two buildings. We've got a series of kind of elevation changes and stairs and ramps. And it's you know, fully accessible from the rear and from the, the front off of Santa Clara Street. Has there been a, a phase one report for like the history of land use on that, on that portion of the block other than the historic hotel? I believe so. We, had, we got an exemption, right, from historic. Um, we did do the phase one report, uh, phase one historic report. Clarification, you mean a phase one for archaeological survey, right? I know for land use, like whether there was a, a you know, a garage on the, or what kind of history of occupation was in that area uh, prior to the current parking lot. Has anyone done any historic or just, uh, you know, when, with property transfers as well, usually there's a review of land use that goes along with a property that's being developed. My concern is that there is a history of land use in that area that's not well defined, but it's in a very sensitive historic area being downtown. And to remove the parking lot would be to open up the area to a disturbance if there is a archeologically sensitive resource there. So to have like a phase one where there's a history of occupation use of that area would, would, I would like to know about that before recommending if there's any subsurface uh, disturbance to that particular location because I think it's sensitive. It's not totally close to the mission quadrangle, but it's, it's in one of the areas with the deepest historic occupation. It's within a block, yeah. yeah. What's the expected uh, disturbance depth of putting in that transformer and the grease pit, potentially? Yeah, the, the grease interceptor, I don't, I don't know how, other than the uh, electrical lines that run to the transformer, they're just kind of in a relatively shallow trench. The grease interceptor, depending on what size we need, could be separated between transformers and stuff like that. Um, then, but then also, too, the, there are uh, opportunities to, if you were to encounter something, uh, an obstruction, we could inside one of the units potentially, above ground, smaller ones. They'd have to be serviced more frequently. That's a possibility. Because Noah makes a very good point that without, no, and I don't know what any prior disturbance has taken place on that lot, and you could probably glean a little bit of information from like the Sanborn maps uh, to get some idea if, you know, 100 years ago it was a house that was there and an open lot, and then what through time the changes have been on the Sanborn maps. But the other thing is that it, it's also not that far away from the mission, and so there could be all sorts of prehistory underneath whatever, you know, the, the concrete that's there and the buildings that are there. And so to say, and I hope I don't ever hear this, to say that oh, it's been landscaped and it's got a building on it, so it, therefore it's disturbed. There can't possibly be anything of historical value there. I think there needs to be a thorough, much more thorough or close look at what really 
was there, and then depending on that information, um, if need be, um, you know, plans for like an archaeological monitor on site or something during the construction uh, should be incorporated. But that's getting be that that would be something that would Probably could now. be discussed yeah. after we get some idea of what the prior disturbance and prior use of that uh, land parcel. Yeah. I think I would recommend that we have further research analysis, as Noah is suggesting, uh, that this is an area where we don't know exactly what was there prior, and there may be something of the historically significance, and I don't think we should uh, downplay that. I think we need to take further study of it before we would approve this. Yeah, I agree. And let me... Well, I'll wait. Do we have more questions to the, of the applicant? Yeah. No. I don't. I think, can we deliberate at this point? Yeah, thank That's you. It. Thank you. You close. Oh, public comments. Do we have any public comments? We have no public comment. Okay, thanks. So I think at this point we can deliberate? Yes. Close the public comments. Oh, and I, I need to close the public comments. So the public comments are closed. Um, it's true that often parking lots are put over archaeological sites. They're capped. So as not, I don't know, I know there have been archaeological studies downtown because Greenwood and Associates has done a lot, but it was in the 80s, right? Yep. So that merits further research. Right, and Yeah, being yeah. that close to the mission. Right, and given we're that close to this historic landmark, the Mission Hotel, mm -hmm. I think we need to be careful in our analysis before we would approve it. Yes, I agree. I mean, just take the, the lots where the, uh, um, off of Palm and Main Street on the north, uh, mm -hmm. the, the parking lot? Northwest corner there mm -hmm. was, was capped for many years. But once they removed that cap, there was a significant archeological site underneath that. I mean, that's mm -hmm. much closer to the mission, but we're still within an area of sensitivity. Can I ask questions of staff at this point? Yes. Okay, thank you. So what are the next steps in terms of, yeah, what should we do? Sure, so these, this can be a condition of approval that, uh, do you wanna take this one? There's this one too. No. Okay, so we can add a condition of approval saying that um, there could be preliminary studies to do a phase one archeological survey. Um, and then in addition to during the course of construction, there can be a recommendation for a condition of approval that there be a monitor on site as well. So those can be added as conditions. Um, if you'd like to see it come back, if there's any Thing that you'd recommend the applicant do beforehand, you can also do that. I don't know what that would look like necessarily, but um, since the site is not touched right now, right, it is paved over, so what would that look like if you wanted to see something come back? Mm -hmm. 
But as I mentioned, this can be a condition of approval that you know, they can do some sort of subsurface study, analyze it. We can, this will go to a final hearing after that, but it can all be conditions of approval within um, the resolution that would go to Planning Commission. Thank you. Okay, what do we think? <laughs> the, um, I mean, it's capped now. They'll be pulling things up. I'm wondering if a monitor, an archaeological monitor is enough or if they should do a phase one or at least do a, I don't know if, uh, there's a State Office of Historic Preservation information centers that have the archaeological information and if they could do a record search beforehand yeah, I think at, the ver at the very minimum. Yeah, I think at the very minimum there needs to be a more thorough record search, both historic and archaeological. Yeah, because they'll, they'll cover both historic and archaeological at the information center. And it's essentially, a, it's just a short record search because um, archaeological location information is exempt from the Freedom of Information Act. So it's housed at these um, uh, clearing houses. Is that the correct word? It's, it's housed at each of the information centers throughout the state. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know how others feel about that. At least doing a record search before any any disturbance of the property. I think that's the usual procedure, isn't it, in an archaeological sensitive area? I'm not. Uh, I actually have a question for the city. Is that area within, is it within the downtown uh, historic district? It is not within the mission district where we do require that. This is outside of that, which is why we don't ask for it. Although it's not uncommon to, to see it throughout the downtown area, we do archaeological studies within the mission district. Any other deliberation? Um, the, to me, the project seems relatively straightforward and benign with the exception to the ground disturbing activities. There's no point in doing an archeological pedestrian survey because it's all capped over and you're not gonna see anything anyway. Um, but as I mentioned, and, and Noah also brought up the fact that um, in the record search at the info center, they would look at the Sanborn maps and the bird's eye view and that sort of thing, which could hopefully give some preliminary information of what went on at that parcel in the past history. And then it would give an idea, um, depending on their interpretation recommendation, hopefully they'd say, you know, there's nothing has been done here before, we can't find anything out. Or they could say that you know this is within you know an eighth of a mile of the the, mission, the historic mission district, and that sensitivities um, all or a portion of that parcel could be sensitive for archaeological um, sites or information, and we should have you know a, mo a monitor 
that could be a condition of the project going forward. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, so I'm considering, um, so can we recommend a record search? We can't require anything, can we? It's just a recommendation. So we recommend a record search prior to any ground disturbing activity. Okay, okay, does that sound okay? Yes. Okay, so I'd like to make a motion that we require a record search from the State Office of Historic Preservation Information Center for this parcel prior to any ground disturbing activity. A record search. They'll do um, archaeological and built environment review based on the information they have at the center. I need a second. That's it. You second it? I second it. Oh, did that one die? <laughs> we got the good ones. Member Euler? Yes. Member Thomas? Yes. Vice Chair Stratton? Yes. Chair Soriano? Yes. Motion carries. I do want to add that I think this project is an improvement on what is there now. <laughs> yes. Do I need to speak into the mic? This doesn't work. So, so essentially, is this approved with a condition? So yes. the design is approved with a condition. Yes. Okay, yes. Got it. Okay. I didn't yeah. know if there was a second motion to approve. Um, no, the design is there? approved with that condition. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Great. Well, thank Just you. to do a record search. Thank you. Just be on the safe side. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, you'll be happier if if they do find sure something. <laughs> yeah. God, I just wanted to clarify that we're not getting rejected and then coming no. back. No. Okay. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you. Um, the fifth project is the, uh, Project 15341, Meadow Apartments, Major Design Review, located at 1267 and 1279 Meadow Street. Um, I think it has been recommended, staff has recommended that it be pushed to the August 17th meeting. Yes? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, the project is being continued to the August 17th meeting. Okay. And then is there um, any staff communication? Uh, no. Nothing. Okay, and I will call this meeting adjourned. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. This was Thank easier, you. easier than last time, but still not easy. <laughs>
clarify some yes. points here. We have a downtown survey in which we have done archeological. There's a phase one, there's a phase two. The entire downtown has been surveyed already for um, preliminary studies, all of that has already been done. Um, if anything, twice.